Hey, what's up, guys? This is Brendan with Evoke Bike. Want to make this quick podcast to talk about how you can win the sprint when you're not a sprinter. And kind of walking down memory lane the past few days here, I was actually just out for a walk and had on my Minerva Design cycling hoodie and made the comment to my husband, Chris. I'm like, man, I can't believe the ink on this thing hasn't come off. And I thought about it. I'm like, this is probably 10 years old. And I'm thinking back and lo and behold, it's about 11 years old. It was the first team, second team I was on um, as a four and three in my first year and then upgraded to get my cat two and cat one in my second year. And then we became Mount Bora. But Minerva Design, the team and how much I learned has such amazing memories. And uh, I just finished a podcast with Ted King and was talking about how I was trying to get my upgrade so I could do uh, Green Mountain Stage Race. I heard he was coming back to race in it, and you had to be a Cat 1. And so there was a huge crit. I don't think they they might do it still. Chris Thader. And I was still pretty new to cycling, you know, so you don't know what the big races are. But someone was like, dude, you're going to do the Cat 2 Chris Thader? It was actually a Cat 2 3. Uh, they're like, that's a big race. Like if you win that race, it's going to be, it's going to be the biggest thing you've ever won. And so I was like, well, if I win this race, there were 80 guys lined up. I'm going to get enough points and I can upgrade and I can go race this guy, Ted King, who I don't really know, but all the buzz was Ted King's coming back. He's, you know, racing in Europe. He was on Cervelo test team, which was a pro Conti team at the time. It was just a really big deal. Um, and he's, you know, from Vermont. So there was just a lot of fanfare. And I was like, damn, that'd be really cool to be in that Peloton. And I knew I was going to get my clock cleaned, which I did for sure. I think my best <laughs> result was like a 65th or something that weekend. Um, it's really great to look back at some of these races and just see how far you come. It's amazing. But this race... 80 guys, and it's down in Binghamton, New York. So you get the whole New York City crew. So that's going to add uh, uh, an aggressive vibe to the race. You get all, a lot of Philly guys, big city racers. Um, they're used to doing big crits, big road racers. You get everybody in New York, pretty much the rest of Pennsylvania. People come from all over for this race. And... You know, I'm still getting used to riding the group, but I really, the pressure was on. Like, I wanted to do well. I was there with a couple teammates, and, (laughs) you know, you get warmed up, um, and I guess I'm trying to remember, like, what my thought process was of of getting in breaks. Like, I definitely am an animated racer that I like being aggressive. I would really, you know, I was talking to a guy about, talking to an athlete that we had a conversation where he finally was like, this is a really good question because he was talking about a break went up the road and he wasn't sure if he wanted to roll the dice to try and bridge or he's like, I could probably though get fourth. And I'm like, well, dude, do you care? And and he made the comment, I could either get fourth, but if I blow up and then I get dropped, I'll get like 11th. And I'm like, well, do you care? Is there a difference between fourth and 11th? And he's like, well, kind of. And I'm like, to be honest with you, not really like, no one's going to remember third. <laughs> and and really, let's be real here. In five years, this is amateur bike racing. No one's going to remember that you won. So you need to roll the dice for your own excitement. So I think that's kind of how I approach this race of 
man, I want to be aggressive. I'm going to try and get in a break. There's 80 dudes, though. And the course was you start straight, obviously. Take a left, and it's a slight stair step. Take a left, and it's like a sweeping downhill to another left. And then kind of like an off, not off-camera left, but like a like a lazy L. And then you're back at the start finish. So it's kind of like a weird oval. Um, but the stair step really throws people off. And I'm like, that thing, it's going to get spicy there. Like, you're going to have to be at the front. At some point, a move is going to go off. You know, the people are trying moves left and right. Everything's getting brought back. Finally, I can't, I think maybe with like 20 laps to go, I get away with three guys. And before the race, people were talking about this young kid. He was like the next big thing and that he was just like a savage. And I knew that if I was going to win, I had to figure something crafty out. Um, how to win the sprint when you're not a sprinter? Don't let it be a sprint. Like, it seems so obvious, but I don't think we often take the time to say, how can I win? What can I do that these other guys might not be able to do as well? The one thing is I'm going to surprise the hell out of them, right? Like, I'm not going in to do a three-up sprint. I didn't know the other guy. I knew he was from New York City. <laughs> Just from, like, you know, you're new and you're like, ooh, this guy's from New York, like, he can probably he can probably sprint. Like, I don't know. I don't know why I thought that. But I was like, I don't want it to be a sprint. And so you have to start thinking, okay, well, would I go on the stair step portion? I don't know. Because then right after that, it's a downhill. Like, it's super fast. And if there's two guys, two guys often work well together. Um, because they both know they're sharing the load. If it's five guys chasing they they might not work as well either because everyone's not pulling at the same time and the guy in front knows that someone four people back is coasting and like for whatever reason you would think that if all five people would just get their crap together they'd catch anything faster than two people but it doesn't always happen that way so with the three of us i'm like i don't know i don't think the stair steps a good place to go like Going down the curvy backside, that's stupid. We're just going to be going fast. I'm like, it's going to have to be a surprise attack, like maybe before the last corner. And the last corner, you could definitely take too hot. Like, no doubt. There are people crash there all the time. So three laps to go. I'm just thinking like, okay, I need to get set up so that I am pulling towards the top of that stair step. So I'm in the back as we're coming down the fast part so that I have the full view of everybody. So like, you know, two laps to go, I'm thinking, okay, he's going to pull here. Like you, you gotta be planning ahead. And of course like you're doing this while you're racing. So you just need to be on the ball and like, how do you set yourself up for a win? And so what my game plan was, was I was thinking, well, you obviously, we all know you don't attack off the front. I'm not going to attack from the middle like as I'm like second in line because the guy behind me will just be able to see me and go. But like how do I make my attack so that the two guys don't watch me pass them and work together? So I figure as one guy's pulling off and the next guy's getting ready to pull, I'm going to jam the other way. So this guy was going to pull off to the left. I'm going to take off from the right because now really, unless that guy is super sharp, and just faster than me, the guy who just pulled off, he just took a pull. He's not gonna. He's not gonna come with me. 
it's going to be up to the other guy who's probably thinking his own mind game of like, okay, now I'm pulling. What am I doing? Like, I'm just going to try and surprise the hell out of him. And when I commit, I'm not even looking back. Like, I'm just gone. And so the guy starts to pull off from the left. I go off to the right, and I just come, like, screaming into this corner. And <laughs> I guess the term full send wasn't there. I came so close to the curb. I was like, whole, I was just thinking, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And, you know, you just, you you probably, when it's those moments, you lean more than you ever would normally. And I remember, like, just getting around that corner, the bike standing up, and I just went into full sprint and I looked to my left and I like glanced to my right and I couldn't see the, I couldn't see where the other guy was. And so I was just like, don't even worry about it. Just keep going. So I'm like full gassing it. The guy was like, I don't know, 10 bike lanes behind me. But the thing is never stop to post up. If you don't know that you are totally, but like, I couldn't see the guy. So I was so scared that like, he, I don't know. I was just like, where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Just keep going. Just keep going. And cross the line. It was like, oh my God, I just won this race. And this guy a week ago was like, this is a huge race. Like you got to do it. Make the sprint, not a sprint. Like that was probably a minute, 80 second effort. Like throw some surprise in there. These guys all thought we were going to go around the corner and three up sprint each other. Like I knew I didn't have a great chance of that. That's not my thing. So, you know, if you're a smaller dude, you got to think of like, okay, where, you know, you'd maybe want to go at like the base of that little climb, the little stair steps, not a climb, but like, that's the only place you're going to use Watts per kg. Like you got to go at some point early. Um, if you're a diesel like me, you probably don't, you want to make it like a long effort. If you're a sprint sport bike, crazy moto and have a lot of brat brat like yeah you can wait just don't let somebody get away from you like i did so think about the race think about the thing and that's the tough thing i was gonna say think about what other people can do and can't do you don't always know so you got to know yourself and the only way you're going to know yourself is to try things try things in the group ride try things in a bike race Try, fail, remember what happened. Try, fail, remember what happened. Try, try, try. Like just over-calculating and never trying, guess what you're going to be doing in two years? You're still going to be over-calculating and you're going to be in the same category and you're never going to throw the dice. No one cares about fourth. No one cares about 50th. Like try to figure out how to win. And now maybe you like just move up. And you moved up to a category like I went to Green Mountain, right? My win was not getting dropped. Just Jason Hillemeyer said this. Just because you didn't win the race doesn't mean you had a bad race. But you need to be trying to figure out how you can have a better race the next time. And so the very next week, I went to Green Mountain. And actually, I'm on road results right now. So I'll tell you, I had a uh, 2010... Green Mountain Stage Race. Time trial, 76. Circuit Race, 52nd. Road Race, 65th. Crit, 61st. So, I mean, you go. You get humbled. You learn. You look at what other guys are doing. I mean, it was a... 
a crazy, crazy style field. If you go and look through that, it is some amazing bike racers. I'm trying to see. Yeah. So anyways, keep grinding, figure things out, get better. And the funny thing is too, look through some old races. A lot of these names aren't even around anymore. They're just going, they left and did other things. Um, if you stay committed, you're going to keep getting better. So hope you have a great week of training and don't eat too much Easter candy if you celebrate that type of thing. See ya. Oh, and one more thing. I was trying to look at this and I couldn't find it. So those are the results from 2010. I did not go back to Green Mountain until 2013. So one, two, three seasons later. Let's look at this now. Time trial, 7th. Stage 2, 44th. Stage 3, 25th. I was actually in the lead group. I got, I mean, app gap. I'm not going to win that, but... Such a massive improvement. Um, Remember that just because you do poorly in one race doesn't mean you can't keep getting better. Day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. Welcome to Endurance Sports. That's just the way it goes.